1: Inside Sports
0: with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law.
2: All right, thanks for checking out the show tonight. Football game on Monday, three thirty for the countdown to kickoff game at five. Elks at Stampeders. Can Tray Ford? do it again as the elks try to rally after losing every game in the first half of the season now two and oh in the second half of the season calgary not doing great this year they have lost three straight and uh, they are down to three and eight on the year they haven't uh, they've actually lost five of their last six the only team they beat was toronto 20 to 7 handing toronto their first uh loss of the season uh, chad kelly was banged up in that game probably uh, had a uh, impact on the uh, outcome, of course. 7804960063. Really appreciate uh, some of your comments tonight. We had some good ones talking to some Oilers, talking to some Elks, and asking people about their experiences with pickleball. So, the reason we're talking about pickleball, and I'm very curious for this next interview. The Canadian National Pickleball League, I didn't know that existed, is bringing the ultimate pickleball showdown to Edmonton on Saturday and Sunday at the Expo Centre. And Joel Pelche from Red Deer is ready to go. Joel, you're on with Reed, How are you doing?
0: Good, good. Yeah, I'm no, excited to get this weekend uh, running with our league.
2: Yeah, I, I'm learning. I mean, I know a little bit about pickleball, but I, I I was saying earlier, Dave Campbell's my producer. I didn't know there was a league. I didn't know there was a tournament. Uh, I knew it was big. I didn't quite know it was this big. Let's get to know you first. How long have you been playing pickleball?
0: Uh, I've been playing uh, casually four years ago and then the last couple of years fairly seriously.
2: So... Now, Dave told me you're a professional pickleball player. Do you actually win money or get income playing pickleball?
0: Uh, well, competitive pickleball is still kind of in its infancy in, in, in Canada. Uh, like, for example, the, the top players in the States get six and the top five get like seven-figure kind of contracts and deals especially with if you're following the news now um there's a lot of kind of growth that's happening in pickleball and and it's leading to a lot more of kind of uh sustainability i'm a teacher by by act by trade but i mean through pickleball i've been able to kind of give clinics and do private lessons and it's been kind of a a bit of a an additional income not not something that i can do full-time but still something i'm getting paid to do something for fun so
2: Okay. Well, that's that pretty well, cool. That's pretty. But there's guys in the states making that much.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's 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 beginning to be millionaire pickleball players.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's amazing. Um, what do you like about the sport? Like, what got you engaged with it? So
0: pickleball is. I mean, when you first hear about it, you think it's just an old... Like, it's just like, ah, oh, it's for it's for grandparents. Um, but what I was immediately drawn to is it's kind of an amalgamation of a lot of racket sports. Like, for example, there are elements of table tennis. Um, and the court is the same size as a badminton court. And there is a tennis element to it, too. So there are... Like, I, I played these sports growing up, and so to have a sport where they all kind of fit, like some of the skills I learned growing up kind of translated to me being able to pick up this sport, I was immediately drawn to that. Like, it, it allowed me to grow quicker, quicker in the sport.
2: Yeah, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking, Joel? Yeah, I'm 32. Okay, so it's a relatively young, because I think there's a little bit of a perception that pickleball is a way to keep seniors active, but clearly there's more to it than that.
0: Well, so I think part of the appeal of pickleball is that it's an easy sport to pick up, but it's a difficult sport to master. So you can have you can have someone that's 50 years old who's never played a racket sport in their life, and they can pick up a sport and they have a place to belong. And then you have someone like myself who has a bit of a competitive edge who wants to see how good I can get at it. And the sport is getting younger and faster, and yeah, it's getting a lot more athletic. Um, but there's something in the sport for all ages, which is what makes it so great.
2: Is now is it is it all doubles? Is it all singles? Is there both? Like, I, I'm that ignorant about it. I apologize.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, and so there, when you go to a tournament, you can sign up for singles, uh, gender doubles, or mixed doubles. So yeah, there's, there's singles is more like tennis. Okay. So if you, are, if you come from a tennis background, uh, you will most likely, the smoothest transition is through singles. Because it's a lot more ground strokes and like passing shots. And then doubles is more of a chess match, and it's more played at what's called the kitchen, which is like eight feet from or seven feet from uh, from the net. And it's more of a slower game, and you're trying to kind of methodically um, pick apart your opponent.
2: Okay, and I was, I, I was saying earlier, I, I did watch some videos recently. So is that kitchen area, is that where the players aren't allowed to step into?
0: Yeah, they're not allowed to volley the ball in there. Volley the and ball in there, Okay yeah so they can step in if the ball bounces, but they can't reach into smash a ball they can't step in to smash a ball.
2: Oh okay, so that's why most people stand a little ways back from the net. Uh, yeah, exactly. all right so yeah. uh, how, how does the Canadian national pickleball League work?
0: So there are three events uh there's there was an eastern split that happened in Guelph uh, end of July, and then Uh, there is a Western split that's happening now this weekend, and those are considered the regular season. And then uh, the overall standing is going to determine, uh, with our last tournament being in Barrie, Ontario, uh, end of September, that's going to determine the the kind of the playoff seating.
2: Oh, wow. There are three
0: events total for the first season. And then I, I believe they're trying to expand to more events as the sport kind of picks up in Canada.
2: Well, that's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, and now mm-hmm. how does I, – I, I like, I got the press release. How do the – like, there's a team called the West Coast Wolverines. Like, how do the, the teams work, and what team are you on?
0: Yeah, so I'm on the West Coast Wolverines, actually. And the way it works was uh, it was like a draft, like if you ever played fantasy football. Um, like, owners, essentially – so, so – Uh, people around Canada bought a team and then they had a draft order. And so people submitted. So I went to Vernon in uh, June for a qualifier event and then you got put in a draft eligible pool. So then, um, these eight teams just drafted players in early July and that was, yeah. So, so I was drafted onto a team and so it goes two guys and two girls.
2: Okay, so that so that's how it works. So you so you are on the, which is a great Nate, Do you guys wear the blue and yellow Wolverine costume from the comics? That'd be incredible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but we do have a pretty sweet logo. Oh, no, it's is, more of a like it? black. It's black and it's a Wolverine kind of kind of like holding onto a ball, like looking. Looking like he's up to no good.
2: <laughs> that's, uh, that's awesome. So, yeah. uh, and it, this is called the Ultimate Pickleball Showdown. Um, like, What's the vibe like once the tournament gets gets going? Is it super serious? Is it still lighter and fun? I'm just worried how intense it gets. Not worried. I'm curious how intense it gets. Uh,
0: so it's, uh, I, so I would say, so the first event uh, was held in Guelph and it was held at uh, a hockey arena. And they, they like they, they do a really good job of, of setting it up and of making it feel professional, because this is essentially Canada's first crack at professional pickleball. Like I would say that Canada is probably four to five years behind the States in terms of talent and exposure. Um, so they they've done a really really good job of making sure that this looks like a like a professional business that's being run. And I feel like it's only going to grow from there. So I, I would say if you were to come Saturday, um, it would feel like the games are intense and there is a lot of like back and forth and like it, it could be almost chaotic when you're when you're watching. And some of the rallies get pretty like intense. So you, you're kind of on the edge of your seat waiting for something to happen, and then it does. And yeah, no, I I would say it's a lot of fun. It's it's something that's going to be a pretty good time to watch.
2: Okay. Well, this sounds like a lot of fun. So you're going to be at the Expo Center on Saturday and Sunday, the ultimate pickleball showdown, part of the Canadian National Pickleball League, coming to uh, Edmonton. How often do you play in a week, by the way, to stay sharp? Like, Are there a lot of opportunities to play in Red Deer?
0: So Red Deer has wonderful courts, um, but to be honest with you, I kind of developed my own system of just drilling in my garage. So like, I, I split a, a table tennis, like a ping-pong table in half, and then I just hit balls against it, and I just... I watch professionals play from the States and then just try to kind of emulate them. And that's where I've developed a little bit of my skills. Okay. Um, But so I would play probably, I don't know, two to three times a week.
2: Okay. That's amazing. Well, Joel, thanks for educating us. Like I've learned a lot through talking to you and reading about stuff today. So this is great. I hope it's an awesome event here in Edmonton. I hope you and the West Coast Wolverines have an awesome event. Thanks so much for coming on Inside Sports.
0: Yeah, no, thanks for having me, Reed. Have a good day.
2: That is Joel Pelche from uh, Red Deer and playing in this big pickleball tournament in Edmonton at the Expo Centre this weekend. Love that. Uh, Got an email here about Bill Peters I want to get to, and we'll also introduce you to Tyshawn Blackburn from the U of A Golden Bears football team. You're
1: home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins
2: on 630Chad. Really appreciate the email here I got from uh, Corey tonight as he wrote in about Bill Peters being hired by the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Uh, He says, read what Bill Peters did was deplorable. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't misunderstanding. It was hatred and bigotry learned and fostered throughout his life. Four years away from the game and some courses is not enough to erase everything that he did. If he was truly sorry and wanted a second chance, there would be a true acknowledgement of what he did wrong directly to Akeem Alou, not through social media or the media It would be calling him, meeting with him, and speaking with him heart to heart. And only then, if Akeem accepted his apology, should Peters come out and feel like he should be given a second chance. I do not believe that Peters is remorseful for his actions. He is remorseful for being caught and the resulting punishment he received. An email coming in tonight from Corey. Corey, thanks for sharing that. Uh, I I know this is one of those topics that can... uh, uh, you know, get a lot of different attitudes. It's obviously, I, I mean, look, I, I don't think anybody's going to say, Oh, it's okay. What Peters did. I mean, he used a word that you should not use. Uh, and I'm sure he knew that at the time it did cost him his job with the Calgary Flames. Now he's, you know, back in the uh, Western hockey league, he did coach in, in Russia for a couple of seasons. Um, yeah, I, I guess I would say to again, thanks for your text. It's it's, it's look, I'm, Different opinions, different viewpoints. I, I don't think that this is going to erase what he did. I think this is going to be something that is, when Bill Peters' names, when his name comes up for a long time, that's going to be part of his story. And it should be. Um, Akima lu doesn't seem overly interested in meeting with Bill Peters, and I don't, I don't think he should have to. Uh, everybody has different looks on, on second chances. Uh, Corey, you clearly aren't comfortable with Peters being hired. Uh, I'm, I'm certainly not comfortable with what Bill Peters did and said when he was a, a, a lose coach, and apparently he didn't treat him very well even beyond those comments. Um, do I think that that should mean that somebody never works in their chosen profession again? I don't. I I think somebody can should have a second chance. He's gone through, you know, the anti-racism training, have to get a coaching certificate – so I guess if you're the Lethbridge Hurricanes, you're saying, okay, we're going to go by that. I don't believe in third chances. And and if, Corey, you turn out to be right, and Bill Peters actually isn't remorseful, he's just remorseful for being caught, well, then, yeah, that's, that's a problem. And if there's another... Um you know, another incident of this magnitude, then in that case, certainly, I would think, eh, maybe you don't want them part of your hockey organization. But I appreciate you sh- sharing your thoughts, for sure. Okay, U of A Golden Bears football season. Canada West starts Friday on the road against the Calgary Dinos. Defensive back for the Bears, Tyshawn Blackburn. Tyshawn, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Reed. How are you? I'm doing very well. How does this awesome. week feel? Ready for that? First game, what's the lead up like?
1: Um, I mean, it feels good. The team, we look ready. We feel ready. Uh, we got a good environment. Everyone's ready to compete. So we just got to go play.
2: All right. It, it, what's the summer like for you? I mean, it, it's interesting for some of the university athletes, like the football players, you, you got to come back and start ramping up for the season before the the classes start. So how did that affect the the summer routine for you?
1: Um, My summer, I stayed in the city of Edmonton this summer and I worked with uh, Coach Smith, right? And I just did uh, his off-season training program. There's a bunch of guys that stay back during the summer so we can all work together and push each other. Um, But yeah, the summer went great. I mean, we worked hard. Everyone's working hard. Um, Everyone's competing here. So I think we're looking pretty good. Summer felt pretty good. One of my best summers personally, I'd say.
2: How come? What made it the best?
1: um i'd say like the amount of work that we put in was just on a different level um we got a bunch of new guys over the past like two or three years who like kind of changed the culture um everyone's doing extra work staying extra hours um so yeah i feel like in the training standpoint most progress i've seen the team make uh, myself personally make um yeah so i'm super looking forward to this season
2: Okay. Well, that's good to hear for sure. And I mean, you've had a a pretty good career so far. I mean, you've been an all Canadian, you've been one of the top defensive backs in Canada West. Uh, what, what is it about your game that has uh, allowed you to have some individual success so far?
1: Um, my individual game, I say I'm a pretty big DB, um, bigger than most DBs and I play pretty physical. I can move well. So it gives me a little bit of an advantage. Um, compared to most receivers, I'd say.
2: Okay. All right. Well, and, and you got to get out there and shut these guys down, starting with Calgary here on uh, on Friday night. And speaking of Calgary, yeah. that is where you grew up. So was there any uh, Battle of Alberta stuff when you were recruited at Edmonton? Really? Uh, you know, how did that play out? Oh,
1: <laughs> um, well, yeah, there is definitely um, a little bit of uh, Battle of Alberta going on. Um, when I when it comes to recruiting, honestly, I came here for Coach Morris. He was uh, coaching me for Canada Cup when I was in high school still, and uh, I really liked what he had going over here. I'm, um, big family guy, so that's why I came to Edmonton over Calgary, I guess. Coach Morris. <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's yeah. good to hear that, that Chris brought you up. Did you know, did you, you can say it if you want, cause I'm sure you've changed allegiances now, but did you grow up a, a Stamps fan or what teams or athletes did you look up to when you were a kid?
1: Yeah, I grew up a Stamps fan. I still have a Stampeders horse painted on my bedroom wall, of uh, my childhood house. So, but, um, I've. Kind of shifted towards the elk since i've been here
2: <laughs> no okay you got the horse the the logo painted on like yeah. a big logo on your wall wow who did that
1: yeah. <laughs> my mom <laughs> um yeah i was actually like i wanted to play pro football since i was like 10 years old so um she said what do you want like we're moving into this new house and she's like i'll paint anything on the wall you want um she said that she could do stampede horse. i was like that sounds perfect so kind of just yeah. been looking at that goal for few years
2: now, (laughs) you're pretty serious about football then. So you knew when you were, you were 10, that's what you wanted to pursue. How come, what, uh, what about football hooked you even when you were a little guy?
1: Um, I'd say I have like a, I mean, in retrospect, I have a pretty small family. I don't have any siblings or anything. So I feel like, um, being on a team kind of brought that brotherhood, um, into my life. So, I feel like that's probably what's what rooted it. Um, But yeah, ever since I was 10, I started playing when I was eight years old. And then my mom has just been saying since I have grown up, ever since I was 10, I said, I want to play pro football. So I'm trying to make it.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, good for you. Did you play any other sports when you were a kid? I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of people who play you sports or pro or high level often are good athletically at other things. Is that the case for you?
1: Uh, I played basketball in high school, um, some track in high school, Run ran track first year at university, um, but yeah, mainly football. Football is definitely my main focus.
2: Were you always a defensive back?
1: No, actually, I played running back when I was first starting out, and then I played linebacker, um, switched to DB in grade 11 my first senior year, started playing
2: safety. See, I always think that the guys who switch from offense to defense are the real smart ones because they realize it's better to hit than be hit, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That is true. That is okay. true.
2: Okay. Tyshawn Blackburn defensive back for your U of a golden bears joining us tonight on inside sports. I, I saw something about you. You're now you're going to have to give me the details. Do you own or manage or have some sort of a clothing line? What's the story there?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I own a clothing brand, um, Estrella. That's what it's called. Uh, started about a year ago, still like in the process of it. Um, but yeah, Estrella, that's my brand. What kind of clothing? Streetwear. Like a little bit of a mix between streetwear and uh high end fashion. I actually like make clothes myself. It's kinda of like my hobby right now. Um, really?
2: Yeah. Like you design them or do you actually design them and then do the 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 sewing and the manufacturing and all that?
1: Like I I enjoy like putting clothes together, sewing cut and sew projects and stuff. Um, but like it takes a long time, so I'm not like mass producing that, but Yeah, I enjoy making clothes.
2: Oh, good for you. Okay. And what are you studying at the U of A or design? And, uh, what, what, uh, what gets you excited about that? Why did you pick that?
1: Um, because it was like, or how did it work out? I was doing business for the first year and a half of university. Um, then I started a clothing brand and got interested into like, um, creative the more creative side of things rather than like numbers and stuff so i made the switch over to art and design
2: okay well it sounds yeah. like you're pretty passionate about that uh, as well and then when well, when do classes start is it tuesday yeah september 5th and then everything changes right now there's even more of a balancing act for all you guys right yeah exactly
1: just trying to enjoy this last week of no <laughs> class and getting some extra film A little bit of extra time with the coaches and stuff like that, just getting ready for the season while we still got that extra time.
2: Okay. Well, we wish you all the best. Uh, You know, you're one of the top guys, not just on the Bears, but certainly in Canada West in the defensive backfield. So we wish you a great season, Tyshawn. Thanks for telling your story a little bit, and uh, hopefully we'll have occasion to talk again soon.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.